Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Here comes Mitchell, in and out dribble, to the rack, lays it up and in. Oh, it is just a beautiful show right now. Crowd back on their feet. Jazz are unreal. Ingles has it, leaves behind for Royce, gives to Donovan with four. Donovan waits, now attacks Valanciunas, fires an off-balance three, he hit it, he hit it, he hit it. Donovan Mitchell is something else. Ingles. Lobs it up high to Rudy over Valanciunas for a dunk. Donovan big strides in the lane, switches left to right, floats the right-hander up and in. Taylor Jenkins takes the final timeout of the series. The white flag will come up, and the Jazz lead by 20 with 2.47 left. And the Utah Jazz win the game. They win the series. They are on to the second round. PK, they jumped on them early. Up and down with both feet. Sure, but Mitchell sucked in the second half. He only had four points. Four points. And he was only going to have two, but they had to put him back in the game. You need to be a better closer than that. (laughs) Way to find the negative. (laughs) Awesome job by you. Come on, man. Anybody can score 26 when it don't count. That's like Shaq. He makes them when they count. That's in the second half. That's that's winning time right there. Yeah, Rudy dropped that the other night. I'd make them win the count. Yeah, see what you did there, Rudy. Good one. Yeah. 23 points and 15 boards for Rudy Gobert. He had a heck of a stat line. Clarkson had 24. Donovan Mitchell has his 11th playoff 30-point game. Right yesterday when I wrote about he will go down as the most jazz, clutch jazz player of all time. You didn't Boom. use clutchiest in print? You just saved that for the radio? Yeah. No. Well, that's journalism. This is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Two different things. <laughs> so you could do some nonsense in a column. <laughs> no, I got my standards. So we screw around here. But yeah, man, this guy—he's something. There's just no doubt about it. I'm saying I don't. There's no. Hey, hey, Mitchell. Let me be the first to say. You got a snowball's chance to get out of the second round, buddy. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Ditch some negativity, people, because it clearly motivates them. Yeah, obviously, we need a Dylan Brooks. Either oh, the man. The, Dylan uh, Brooks, is it? Is there a trade deadline in Clippers. the playoffs? Can anything? Can we rework go. this? Dylan okay. Brooks needs to be within 10 feet of Donovan Mitchell well, at all times. Create another one. Hardaway or whoever it might be. Beverly can get under your skin if it, the Clippers win the next two. and Or, you know, as you say, Hardaway or somebody else. We'll, we'll figure it out, There'll never be another Dylan Brooks. He's done something really special. No, the headbutt, know. the kidney punches, or whatever he said under his breath running down court when he shoved Mitchell. <laughs> we'll get it going here. We'll get an enemy over there. It was a fantastic it'll, first it'll, half, man. It'll be a weak, a weak, weak, uh, what, not comparison. What, what's the word I'm looking for? It'll be like a cheap knockoff. There'll never be another Dylan Brooks. Poor man's Dylan Brooks. Yeah, poor man's Dylan Brooks. I I think you're overestimating Dylan Brooks. I think you're, plus, I think you're underestimating the type of grudge or insightfulness that doesn't even necessarily exist that these guys can create. There you go. There you go. They can take the smallest light and turn it into, turn that molehill into a mountain. Yeah. 
47 points in the first quarter, 75 at halftime. The Jazz had a 24-point lead, and it went down to 15, but then they pushed it back to 30 at the end of the quarter. Yeah, I guess the only negative is the hammy of Conley. That is the negative, right? Sore right hamstring, only played 12 minutes. MRI today determined the severity of whatever is going on in his hamstring. Jazz won't play again until Sunday at the earliest. It might be Tuesday, but it might be a little longer for Mike Conley. We'll have to see. We've seen this before. Well, what I'm really hoping is in game one, he thinks he can go, but the team says no. And they lose. Yeah. But it makes everyone furious, and they rip off four in a row. Yeah. That's a great strategy. <laughs> if it works again. Whoever decided to sit out Mitchell, hats off to you, man. Good <laughs> you, call. You accidentally did a really good thing. Yeah, the you Dylan got him. Brooks of the world you got him healthier. Thought they had something going. And uh, he plays with an edge and phenomenal young ball player. So now, after that 4-1 victory, they wait to see who wins. Clippers or Mavericks? Let's get to the rest of the NBA playoff action. Hashtag NBA. Simmons with it to Harris. Fakes on Gafford. Drives it. Runner with the right hand. And in. And that'll do it. The Sixers are leading by 21. Trey Young in the middle. Trey gets the pick. Fires a long three. And he makes it. Trey hits the long three from way downtown. Into the backcourt. It's run down by Hardaway. Two on one. Up top for Doncic. One times it home off the board. And a timeout by Ty Lue. Doncic with 2.20 remaining. Backs up against Mann as they spread the floor. Shot clock at six. Right corner, Porzingis for three. Good! He knocked it down! And a timeout by Ty Lue! Four playoff games last night. Everybody who had a chance to close out ended their series. Got it done. The Mavericks, and that's the last highlight you heard right there, were the Mavericks, who were 2-2 with the Clippers. They went on the road, 105-100. Road teams won five in a row in that series. Dallas will go home. With a chance to close it out. Big hoops down the stretch there, PK. They stretched the lead to 10 with like 2.15 to go. And then the Clippers came roaring back. Had the ball and a chance to take the lead with about 15 seconds to go. And had the ball and a chance to tie on the ensuing possession. And didn't get a bucket either time. No, they did not. It was right there for the taking. Was Nick Batum in traffic in the paint the shot you wanted? It wasn't bad, uh, it, and, I, and they had uh, tips. So you know, I mean, he's not the star of the team. I get it, but he's he's pretty long himself. They had the momentum, obviously, at that point. Yep. Uh, and they didn't play well the whole game uh, from start to finish. It wasn't very consistent by the Clippers at all. No, they had a run and, and so. took took the lead there for a while, and then Dallas and uh, roared Don- right back. Doncic was awesome. Porzingis hits a huge three. They gave him a little cushion that they ended up. I didn't. I thought that was it, but it wasn't it. So this has been this whole series has been unpredictable. So I'm not going to predict anything now. Game six Friday night. It'll be the only game Friday night. So you can focus on that as the Jazz wait for the winner of that series. That game's going to tip off seven o'clock Friday night. As for the other games in the East, the Sixers were up three one. They didn't have Embiid. He's got a small meniscus tear. They listed him as day-to-day. They didn't have him. They didn't need him. Sixers, close game at halftime. Sixers open up a lead in the third quarter and then blow it open in the fourth quarter. And Tobias Harris goes for 28, and the Wizards are sent packing 129 to 112. Sixers in five, and they move on to the second round to face the Hawks, 
who knocked the Knicks out at Madison Square Garden with Trey Young. Going for 36 points, 9 assists, and 1 bow at the end. Thank you. Thank you very much. He sends the Knicks home. They're already home for the summer. Not to their home court. In Washington, man. Gone fishing. Thankfully, we had that plan because that Washington, the thrills that they provided us down the stretch <laughs> were just uh, memorable. Tonight, Nuggets and Blazers. Denver's up 3-2 with a chance to win it in Portland. Suns and Lakers. Phoenix up 3-2 with a chance to win it in L.A. Both those games tonight on TNT. Got a gut feeling for either one of these? Portland to force a Game 7? I told you, that is something I can't predict. Uh, Each game, going into that game, that individual game, you might as well flip a coin. But I would uh, probably, uh, you know, I'm not putting money on it, so it's easy to say. But uh, if I, well, I don't know if I did, because when it comes down to putting money, it's a whole other story. (laughs) It's a whole other story, right? Uh, But right now, I think I would go with Phoenix and Portland. Portland is a uh, five-point favorite. Lakers are a two-point favorite, although Anthony Davis is a game-time decision. No, he's not. He's a game-time decision. His status is up the Laker medical staff. Okay, he's not playing. But I was told. Now, I haven't spoken to my guys since Monday. That is the official word from the Lakers. The word is from Anthony himself saying he's a game-time decision. Yeah, that's what they said last game, too. And then he didn't play. I trust your sources more than anything. But it's not updated. Uh, Monday... Down in Phoenix, they were squabbling on who had it first because this one dude, who New oh. Yorker, who does the afternoon show. Oh, um, Gambo. Yeah, Gambo, yeah. And, and somebody, I had it first, and then they said Woj had it. No, he didn't, so they're squabbling on Twitter about it. I thought, who cares? I told our audience on Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I didn't tell them Monday is because we didn't have a show. Six o'clock for the Nuggets and Blazers, eight thirty for the Suns and Lakers. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Mike Shashevsky, it's all over almost here. One more year and then he's stepping down, PK. But thank you, Ron. He's in his mid seventies, so. Yeah, I think he's seventy four, isn't he? Yeah, he'll be seventy five when he's done, right? Is that what it'll be? Uh, yeah, his birthday's in February. Yeah, it's time. I mean, the program was slipping, which is traditional in, in these circumstances. As the legend plays out the string, the program isn't near as good. Coming off a 13-11 and 11 season. Yeah, and it was bizarre last year, but it was bizarre for everybody. Yeah. So, uh, and the slipping... He was a lead eight but, but in, it's, in 2018 yeah, it's so, and 2019, and they didn't have a tournament in 2020. But he lost five conference games, which was unusual. But last year they slipped. And so, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, 13 and 11 is not dukish, but it was a weird, weird season. So, I mean, he'll go down, obviously. You can make a case for him as the greatest college basketball coach of all time. If you want to go John Wooden or whomever, that's your call. But he's got to be right in the discussion. I mean, what a phenomenal program he had for so many, many years. There's no doubt about it. So he's gone six years without winning an NCAA title, which is tied for the longest stretch he's had since he won his first title. Yeah. So, so I mean, for them, that, Elite Eights are nice, but that's not what they're playing. No. He had a, uh, a seven-year well, yeah, seven stretch, I think, when he got, got into Duke. I, I think it's understandable because he's gotten more involved with the one-and-dones, which makes it harder. 
But once you go in, you have to be all in on that for those programs. I mean, you can have a you know a middling program and a guy here or there goes, but when you have these elite guys and you have multiples, it's like you're every year is the first year. So you can see why it's taken a while. I mean, so we've seen Kentucky. Uh, they had it going on. Arizona, these teams that go in one and done, it, 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 it can get difficult. But, but eh, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, this is, I don't know what kind of team he's going to have this year, but it's like it's not going to matter. He's going to have a decent team. And they, they, He'll take they, the victory lap. Yeah. And then Schreier will take over, and then they'll, they'll start anew, and, and it'll be an emotional thing there. And when we get to the, uh, whenever that last home game is, or late February, early March, and, um, It'll be something because he has just been a phenomenal basketball coach for so, so long. What a program. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I've got nothing to update, Rob, uh, on that situation, and you guys all know how we feel about it. Do you expect him to be here? It is mandatory. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see uh, come Tuesday. Matt LaFleur right there, no update on Aaron Rodgers, and no promises he'll be showing up when it's mandatory. So, updates, PK, every hour on the hour until Tuesday. The national media will keep us updated on Aaron Rodgers' status. Former Dolphins quarterback Dan Marino said he hopes Bill Belichick does not surpass Don Shula's NFL record 328 wins, 347, including the postseason. Belichick's at 280 right now. I hope he doesn't get it, Marina says. I'm a Dolphin for life, Coach Shula for life. I don't want him to get it. No, that's understandable. Don Shula was his guy. guy, Right? Is that the only coach you ever played for? Did was thirteen of seventeen seasons? Yeah, I mean, Shula's a legend unto himself too. Speaking of legends in the Coach K realm, Don Shula in the NFL, obviously he's there too. The NFL has pledged to halt the use of race norming which assumed black players started out with lower cognitive functioning. In a $1 billion settlement of brain injury claims and review past scores for any potential race bias, the practice made it harder for black players to qualify for the uh, financial award. The standards were designed in medicine in the 1990s in hopes of offering more appropriate treatment to dementia patients, but critics faulted the way they were used to assess legal damages in the NFL case. Well, I have white cognitive or whatever the heck that is because I don't understand that at all. They were saying that they didn't have brain damage and they weren't hurt and they didn't deserve money because they started out with a lower IQ. I know. So I got, got all that. I got the oh, theory. Oh, I thought you said you didn't understand But I don't all. understand how they came to that conclusion in the, in the first, first place. place yeah. In the 1990s. Right. I mean, I understand the parameters, but I don't understand how they got to that point. That doesn't make any sense to me. A billion-dollar brain injury settlement. settlement. That is a massive settlement. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 78 players, seven coaches from the FBS ranks announced as nominees for the College Football Hall of Fame. The big names, Reggie Bush, Andrew Luck, Marshawn Lynch, Michael Crabtree, Sean Alexander, Former Miami coach Larry Coker and BYU's own Nick Iyer played in the late 70s, 77 to 1980. Don't know who that is. Don't either. Lyman. All American linemen protected Wilson, Jim McMahon, and Steve Young at different points. He protected them? All right. You guys, they called them All-State. <laughs> there you go, All-State, yes. 
Or as you fans of that era said, he held. There you go. Well, no, that was Bo Schimblecker, wasn't it? Didn't he say they got a bunch of old men who held? Oh, did he? Good luck. And they played... Uh, and then they played in that Holiday Bowl in 84. Yeah. And then uh, I remember Lavelle Edwards talking about it. It's funny. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Pitch to Alonso. Swing and a ground ball. Base hit going into left field. The Mets take the lead. Lindor scores from third. Alonso holds it first. He's got an RBI single. The Mets are leading by a score of 7-6. to six. Woodford set and delivers. And a fly ball to right field. Williams going back to the wall. At the wall, he jumps. A grand slam. 11 runs for the Dodgers in the first. Dodgers go on to win 14-3. They blow out the Cardinals. They went all uh, Utah Jazz on them. Way to start strong in the first. Yeah, Bellinger in the first was two for two with six ribbies. <laughs> he had a good weekend in the first inning. Yeah, in the, literally in the first inning. Betts had a couple hits, but Bellinger, man, he, he probably is never going to have an inning like that the rest of his life. That's it. Six ribbies, a grand slam, all in the first inning. Yeah. Madison Bumgarner left after two innings. We'll get an MRI on his shoulder. The Mets ended up beating the Diamondbacks 7-6. to six. Bumgarner, bad news right there. You never like to see that MRI on his shoulder. It's probably going to be bad news. Cubs 6-1 over the Padres. Tommy Pham and Haseon Kibb collided. Nasty. And had to be separated. Exchanged words. Well, Fam's a hothead. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they saw that. They he was coming him. in, and Kim was going out. Kim's been playing for a shortstop with Tatis out, so. Did still get the double play. That was weird. They thought they cut the ball. He dropped it. Yeah, yeah. The announcers didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, they couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. It was bizarre. Four minor league pitchers suspended by Major League Baseball after being caught using illegal foreign substances to doctor baseballs. Ten-game suspension. Now that's different than steroids. That's them trying to... The spin rate of the ball has been a big hot topic on MLB as to, and to why they're doing this stuff. And, and the major leagues are going to crack down on it because of all these uh, no-hitters and everything and blah, blah, blah. So we'll see if they've been cheating. But that, that's the thing about that cheating, you know. They, it, it's the the crimes. Cheating is such a broad-based term. Are you using steroids? Yeah. Are you uh, stealing signals and banging on drums and using cameras? Or you got a little uh, got a little Vaseline or something? Yeah, George Brett that time his bat had a little bit too much too much pine tar. Yeah, came out of the dugout like. Dug out like he was blasted out of a rocket. Yes, all that stuff as far as, you know, what is cheating and what's acceptable because some forms of cheating are okay and others, man, they'll run you out of town for. Don't be peeking back at the catcher. But go ahead and look in from second base. Arizona Diamondbacks broadcaster Bob Brenly has apologized for a comment he made about Mets pitcher Marcus Stroman's head covering during Tuesday night's game. He will undergo sensitivity training. Brenly said, I'm pretty sure that's the same do-rag that Tom Seaver used to wear when he pitched for the Mets. So, now he's apologized. The Bees 
Open a six-game road series in Tacoma tonight. They play the Rainiers at 8 o'clock. What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. TV voice of the Utah Jazz, Craig Bullerjack at 8.30. Joe Ingles enjoying a little time between Series 1 and Series 2. Coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. DJ and PK. Game 5. The route. The series win. And your reaction all coming up next. Stay with us.